Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Bitch, you fucking slut. Ha ha. Yeah, let's get her. Yeah, yeah, here's a picture of her naked. Let's put it out everywhere because she's a fucking whore. Yeah, crawl up in that pussy hole and put a little summer home in there. Mm mm. It's all hot and sticky because she's a bitch. Fuck you, bitch. I'm right on your side. Yeah. (laughs) This is a great intro. (laughs) I'm glad you're going to love this. I feel like if you're. Um, like in a car, it's a good. It's good to have it like coming at you yeah, get from it. the speakers. Or you're like you're at work, and you know maybe you accidentally undo the headphones, and your boss hears it. Yeah, shit ass. <laughs> the Jews did it. <laughs> no, they didn't. They will. They if you mean create an entire generation of wonderful food. And beautiful songs. Oh, yeah. Fried artichokes. That mm. comes from the Jewish ghetto. Gefilte fish. Wonderful. Mm. Just take all the, take the rest of the fish, put it in some jelly, eat it once a year. Mm. Everyone, this is the brighter side. How you doing? My name's Ed Larson. With me, as always, is the wonderful, vivacious Ooh. Amber Nelson. Thank you. How you doing? Wonderful, vulgar intro, as <laughs> usual. I, I like vivacious. It. it sounds like a honey pot sweating out in the sun. Hell yeah. Yeah. When I hear the word vivacious, I think of Winnie the Pooh with great breasts. Mm. <laughs> Throw him in Piglet's stupid little snout. Mm. You recognize that voice. That is the king of the last podcast network. Yeah, man. How you doing, baby Henry? What's uh, going on? Um, I'm full of salmon, man. I ate a bunch of salmon before coming here, but nothing else. I had a little bit of salmon in my poke bowl, mm. and I'm happy about it. What's your um poke bowl recipe? I go... Salmon. Yep. Tuna. Yep. Shrimp. I like shrimp, but Whoa. it's a controversial choice. People get upset with me because it's sea bugs. Mm-hmm. I yes. love shrimp. I I'm obsessed with shrimp. Ever since the Jacksonville jumbo shrimp thing happened yes. with us, yeah, we I are eat the jumbo, jumbo shrimp, shrimp here, here to play, play a game. game. <laughs> I've just been eating shrimp. Twice a day, almost. Oh, they're good. I'm turning pink like a flamingo. <laughs> Can I honestly, um, have you had your mercury levels checked? 
No! Because the mercury in them can be fairly dangerous. I don't know what the exact... I don't know if it's like rabies. I it's think all it is. fish. Is yeah. Bad. You can't eat too much fish. Mercury poisoning does something, right? Doesn't it make your... <laughs> it makes your dick longer first, so you're like, yeah, good. And then it makes you get the shakes. Longer isn't necessarily better if it's not thicker. <laughs> it's just like a thin little wibbly. Yeah, it's more just like stretching out from gravity. Have you seen my feta beanie? <laughs> <laughs> Mercury poisoning. It sounds like it'd turn you into a fish, just scaly mm. and like. It's more from eating sea mammals, I think. Mm. Well, like if you eat a bunch of seal, dolphin. Yeah, dolphin's who's doing high that? In market, the Japanese. They get well, caught in the in the tents with a tuna. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bet they're delicious. You've seen the cove? I loved it. Great movie. They, should, they, I shouldn't have laughed as much as I did, but <laughs> I loved it. Apparently, there's another version of the cove that shows the other side of it, where it's from the Japanese point of view, and it's like this is just a tradition we've been doing for centuries. Yeah, they also people used to, hate our town. <laughs> Unit seven thirty one. They used to go and they used to take their hands and they used to freeze them out in the snow, just as you would scientists, Japanese scientists, mm-hmm. and they would go and they take their frozen hands that have literally been frozen outside in the, the twenty degree for something like minus. I have the math. And then they stick it in hot water, and then the skin would peel off like in gloves. And they did that just to see what would happen, and then the United States bought that research from them. Well, yeah, that's what we do. We got to know. We bought all that research. We bought all the research from the Nazis, too. There's a whole other show. There's a whole show. (laughs) (laughs) How much do you think that research cost? Like a billion dollars? It's like a billion yen. You know, which for us is like, I want to say that's $1,500. They don't use the yen, right? Yen's Chinese. Hmm. I don't know. I just don't yes, know. The it's yen all of yen. Chinese. It is. It is yeah, yen yeah, is yeah, Chinese. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> I would say um, Julie oh. Rosing, my beautiful, beautiful lady, is here. Mm. How are you doing? Thank I'm you for doing coming great. to sit in and, and work the knobs for us, baby. Yeah, I love turning your knobs. Yeah. yeah. Knobs. Look how your knobs are getting bigger. I can see your nipples through your shirt. Oh, <laughs> I always had very powerful nipples. You and I both. Yeah. It's something about our <laughs> middle uh, European ancestry. Polish. Uh, Man, one thing about being Polish, what? as far as slavery is concerned, my conscience is clean. We are out of it. <laughs> You're out of the discussion. We weren't here. When my family was here, we were in Staten Island yeah. in the 40s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah just was... drinking and laying in the park. Yeah. That's what Polish people do, right? Like a seal. Yeah, they're also, they're racist, but that's because they're, you know, what happened less to intelligent. Them? That, what's what happened back in the day, they had a lot of problems with the Poles. The Poles were the They victims, were brutalized. Yeah, of Europe. We're talking about not the polls. We're talking about trolls. Yeah. All right. And we wanted to do an episode about trolls because they're so evil. They're so mean. But there's got to be something decent about them. Yeah. And then I figured it would be best to have Mr. Henry Zabrowski on the show because you were just finished working on production of Trollville. Yes, Natalie Your Jean, web series. Yeah, my fiance and I, we wrote a web series that's going to be coming out soon called Trollville that is about the inner lives and the real people behind the eggs you see on Twitter. <laughs> and it's it's interesting because I... Because Why'd you my- choose such a likable character? <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, when we made this, when we first were shooting it, this was before Trump won. Yeah. So this was like a thing where at the time we were really seeing this sort of muscle that the internet has. And I think that even up until Trump's election, what people didn't understand is how powerful the internet... I honestly think because of the stupid baby boomers that just need to go. Once the baby boomers are done, we'll get to really the solid business. But the problem is those people still believe the internet is a fad. So they don't actually... They don't want to take credit 
for the actual ramifications of Baby how... boomers are going to be around for 30 years. We've got to beat them. Yeah, but I don't want to take care of them. Well, you're going to have to. That's how the world works. I know. I know. <laughs> I'll take care of them up to a point. I and mean, then we should technically be recycling them for food for us, for the young, for the strong. Mm-hmm. Or just throw them in like a bin where you just get feed off their energy. Oh, you're talking about pure orgone energy, but what we would need to do is jerk off all these old people all the time because it's orgasms as how you, you collect that energy. I would do it. Oh, Amber, don't. <laughs> what do you think constitutes being a troll? I think that being a troll is uh, somebody who spends their day online trying to make people feel as bad as they do. I think a part of it is that the troll... Troll has got different... Because there's different levels. There's highly productive people that still perform this way. Um, and they'll either take on a guise or they'll do it professionally. They'll mm-hmm. do it as a with their face shown. The example are, as our president. Example are uh, pres- uh, comedians that are... Their jobs are to harass people. Four-time roundtable of the year, Michael J. is Mike, an excellent troll. Excellent troll. Very successful. So a part of it is that, right? So... So part of it is that when you see someone whose face you can recognize who's also using their power from the pulpit to pick fights, whether it's for fun or if it is for serious, that is a troll. But mostly it is a, a lower class, either societally or monetarily, trying to attack the upper class or people they view as better than them. And a part of it is for them to feel the pain that they feel. Mm-hmm. That is, to me, obviously the psychological definition yeah. of a troll. But mostly a, a troll is just a bully. Yeah. It is. And they, they create movements. Like what they'll do is um, uh, like create a fake thing. So then centrists and Republicans pick it up and they say, oh, I'm so glad I'm not a liberal. An example was one called uh, Free Bleeding. And it said that the women don't want to wear pads or tampons because they want to fight the patriarchy. So you would just Photoshop a little red circle on a woman's pants. And then people would say, look at what these women are doing. I can't believe liberals are so horrible. Thank God I'm a Republican. And they're doing that now with... Uh, LGBTQP there are no pedophiles in the LGBTQ community or they do not um, accept them no but trolls are now saying oh don't you see all these gay people are are like allowing pedophiles in their group to just dismantle all gay people well these are these are high level trolls yeah they're those that create content like there's like those are there's trolls but then there's also like bots are those different things or they're the same thing bots are fake bots are uh, made made by trolls they are well they're Programs are not made by trolls. They're made by fucking PR companies. They're made by advertising companies. They're made by uh, legit companies make bots. Don't and you use see them. a lot of those on like kids' YouTube videos? Well, that's a an another level. That's another level of weird. That's the Elsa Gate mm. scandal. The idea of I know nothing of this. Oh man, it is a give me the you, quick version. Basically, Croats. Like weird Middle European production companies and stuff from all over the world, and also Croatians? robots. If yes, something like that. I'm, I don't mean to malign them all the time. <laughs> they are sometimes good, but the uh, the and Elsa Gate, the uh, either it was production companies and or bots that would make animations slash live videos that would use terms that would aggregate a lot of uh, uh, eyeballs, like a lot of views and hits on videos from children because children watch things kind of on a loop and they'll let it go. And so it's like stuff like Elsa, Spider-Man. And what they would do is they would do these, they would take these sort of like terms and they would make videos that also featured things that kids also looked up like poop and like there was like weird stuff where it's like 
a video of Elsa buried up to her head in sand with a man dressed in Spider-Man, like from a Halloween town, like not a good Spider-Man costume, like mm. a cheap one, and him squirting liquid shit like all up in her mouth and stuff, and she's crying and stuff, and other stuff where like Elsa is put on a doctor's gurney and she's given a big shot, and it's like very, it's very surreal, and it's it. Uh, you look at it, it's actually very sinister looking when you watch it. And it's, it does weird adult things that essentially just comes from kids typing it into YouTube. And then people go and find out what the, what uh, are the, like, what is the algorithm responding to? And they take those terms and make videos about them. I gotta say, I'm more of a fan of Anna than Elsa. I mean, if I'm going to choose, I, I would say both of them <laughs> could be set in flame. I only made set. I made it through seven minutes of Frozen. I watched it. I went ahead. You know why my biggest problem with Frozen? I watched it on an airplane because I'm trying to like, I just want to see it all. Yeah, you know, I I do, that's, but that's great for airplanes. Yeah, it's a great airplane movie, but I didn't really like it. The The Olaf was a stupid fucking character. Hate Olaf. Worst guy. Dislike it. My biggest beef, which brings us full circle back to Trolls, Frozen took over the troll ride in Norway. I don't want to get into it because then I start sounding like an old man. Maelstrom. It like, makes me so mad that they took Maelstrom out. That was Maelstrom such a out. great ride. Yes, we were in talking Norway, about it. In Norway, in Epcot Center in Florida, you could you ride a troll ride. They take you through an old Norway and it's just like a bunch of trolls in the bog and they're just farting and burping. It was like, great. <laughs> it was the best ride. It, it was, was so much fun. It's like, ah, yeah, it was awesome. That's all it was. And it was just, you go through a little and you almost fall out the waterfall. And then, but now it's all magical and frozen and shit. I hate yeah. that because that's not what Norway's about. Norway's actually a beautiful liberal country mm -hmm. but that was where the black metal movement came out of because they uh, were rebelling about how nice their lives were. Yeah. Yeah, that's how a lot of metal people are. They like <laughs> grew up in the suburbs. <laughs> their dad was around. So there's also, there's all these troll communities. There's 4chan. Does that still exist? I go on 4chan. I went on there today just to kind of look up this stuff. I mean, they... they you got to be careful. I no, know. 4chan doesn't do anything. 4chan's <laughs> actually now passe. Now 4chan yeah. has led to 8chan. 8chan is another thing. You go onto the dark web. Like, the dark web's also was a name... All of that term is made to sort of make it feel super sinister. All of it was made by fucking uh, the media mm -hmm. to make it sound like some forbidden place. But it really, it's just... It's a... This is where I get deep in my conspiracy hole. No, it's here. It's here. There's, not, there's the place. So 4chan is now very pedestrian. Yeah. Like anybody can go to 4chan. Basically, as soon as you hear about it, as soon as it comes out of Dan Rather's mouth, yeah. it's over. It's, mm -hmm. not, it's, not, it, it's so, not just pictures of Tupac's autopsy anymore. No, but 4chan's also like, it's got a lot of stuff with, it. you know, they're purposely inflammatory. They say a lot of racist shit. There's a lot of weird nudes on there. But like, it's very different. It's not the same... As it was where, like, 10 years ago, 4chan was, like, the forbidden corner of the internet. And the dark web is only called dark web because it's sort of like dark matter, where this idea is that it's 90% of the internet is encrypted. So a part of it, it's like what means by the dark web is that you have to have a password. You have to have a, a permission to go onto a network that is something outside of just our internet. Mm. There are many, many internets. There are many different ways of accessing the in internet between Tor websites. And these are Tor websites or, or their browser systems that don't have, um, a lot of times they won't have an IP address. They won't have a way to, uh, you won't be able to find your location. But a part of it is, is that we can't get rid of this shit because it's the last bastion of true free communication. So what we're going to have to understand is that a part of that, this is my view, obviously, I mean, my you opinion. still talk to each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, so part of it is if we just we try to st- get rid of the swamp, if we try to drain the swamp of the internet, we, we are also doing is set, shooting ourselves in the foot for when the corporatocracy finally decides to say, quote-unquote, we're going to own the internet, we're going to shut it down, we're going to create our pipe, our pay pipelines, we're going to pay, like, do all that kind of shit where they're going to put things behind paywalls, they're going to uh, squeeze people's internet speeds, all that kind of shit. If you want to avoid that, technically, you're going to need, like, an escape pod, which is going to be the dark web. Don't you feel like a level of that already happens? Like, there's already, like, kind of some throttling of data? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That is that is happening. They've been actively doing that for a long time. But a part of it, that's why you have to keep... That's why it's kind of fun that the dark web is still has a sinister vibe because it uh, it kind of belies what the real, the actual uh, purpose of the dark now, web. How does it live? Does it live on like some mainframe in some nerd's apartment in Iceland? Is Maybe. that what the dark web comes from? Multiple ever. There's just, multiple webs. There's multiple hubs. Could we create our own internet? Yeah. What? This it's is what I'm trying to say. Crazy to me. It's a part of what they were saying when everyone was mad. About, I saw one good point about Alex Jones, right? Because talk about trolls. It's like Alex ultimate. Jones, ultimate. who makes me so sad because he used to be fun and he was never supposed to be on the winning side of history. He was never supposed to be right. He was never supposed to be with the president. He was always supposed to be a weird little villain who lived in his little world or did his fucking bullshit. But now he he could handle the spotlight. No, he's cute as like a Smurfs villain. Yes. You know, but like after that, you know, he gets evil. He fell apart. But a part of, of of his, if you watch this, everyone made such a big deal about him being kicked off the internet because he got off, kicked off of Twitter, he got kicked off of Facebook, he got kicked off of fucking PayPal, he got kicked off of, I want to say he's still on Vimeo, I'm not sure. He got kicked off a bunch of different places. Yeah. He, he could be on Gab. That's like the freedom speech site. Just get a new username. Sure. Sure. Yeah. A. Jones. No one's going to know. There's so many. Yeah. Alexandra Jones. We're a wig. But a part of the... But a, a part of it is this argument saying that we we kicked him off the internet. We did not. The internet is fucking infinite. Yeah. It can go sideways forever. Mm-hmm. So a part of it is like knowing knowing that in your head, it's this kind of constant drumbeat that they want to say to us that you are not on the internet unless you are on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or any one of these social media apps on uh, having Chrome, having all these kind of things, things saying you're not on the internet. That is completely wrong. The internet is uh, is a malleable. Yeah, it's it is a cell phone. It's just get a cell phone or you go and get one of those Chinese cell phones and you start connecting to there's various ways of of, of connecting to other sides of the internet and yeah. a, but a part of that is also rem- what we are doing is physicalizing our subconscious and it's a part of it it's like with the with, there's a there's a secret hypnotizing message in there when the government says there's only four portals to the internet you're allowed to use that they're also trying to restrict our actual psyche so yeah. we got to figure out how to get on the dark web if we want to survive you just download a tour browser yeah <laughs> is it That's all it. like coding like ones and zeros let me tell you how dumb i am one time i googled when is christmas so i don't know if i'm getting on the dark web <laughs> <laughs> it just there is that's what it is it's like there's steps to there and yeah obviously there's illegal shit that's in there too but and if also- you gotta google it the answer is never <laughs> <laughs> yes. every day with amazon prime <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Prime's a very scary company. They're just kind of slowly owning everything. I mean, there's some people I give into. They're kind of giving into Amazon a little no, bit. No, they don't treat their workers very well. Who does? I like <laughs> what they send me. <laughs> 
when we'll have to be concerned about Amazon, and I've been saying this for a couple months now, but people get upset, but a part of it that I think is true is like once they get into weapons development, R&D, which will happen, yeah. I think between, I think that they will eventually start making their own weapons and they'll become their own army. That's how we'll know that corporatocracy is really like kicked in. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know if they're, is that legal? Just make it legal by blowing up all the shit that makes it legal. That's a good point. The, uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> what about North Korea? They have their own little trolls and bots and whatever that they you know they they hacked into Sony and stuff like that. Yeah, this is more just an excuse for me to tell this story. I was talking to one of the roast writers who was working with Dennis Rodman, and he swears the day he started working with Dennis Rodman, his computer has never been acting the same, his phone's never acted the same, and then and then everyone's like, oh, man, it's the North Koreans. They're spying on you. You're working with Dennis Rodman. Everyone's, like, making fun of him and shit. And then he, he's working with Dennis Rodman, and he pulls out two flip phones, and he's like, why do you use flip phones? He's like, North Koreans spying on me. It's fucking great. Uh... <laughs> Well, I believe that when we were doing 9-11 for last podcast and recently when we were doing Men in Black, I'm hearing a lot of clicks on my phone. Like a lot of stuff coming, clicking always, on, clicking when on. When I got to talk to you guys, because you guys always are definitely being watched by the government. Yeah. Uh, why, though? We're so fun. We're cute and fun. Because you could start an army. I wish. <laughs> You're trying to sell more merch. And that's how you get an army going. You start with the uniform. Uh, but I think that every... I mean, every country has our cyber warfare arm now. Yeah. I can't help but think we're better than North Korea. I'd like to hope. You like to hope. Well, they they starve and beat them, so they're probably really angry. You know, we're all fat and happy and stupid. Yeah, we have have too many free thinkers. Yeah. But (laughs) but at the same time, our free thinkers can be weaponized into flipping them to free Mm -hmm. thinking for the government by paying them a lot of money. Mm. Yeah. But they also have, like, no choice. It's like, if you don't don't hack America, I'm going to... Kill slit you. your dog's throat. You see, it's about creating the need for the work. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder about North Korea. I still, I, I mean, I feel like, I mean, they've just, they've been gaming us for the last couple months. They're doing really well. I'm actually sort of proud of them. I mean, I mean <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the president, but they're being nice. North Korea. They're doing it despite him. They're doing it to basically show like he fucked up with the summit, but then they're still like, but we're going to open our own channel to South Korea. They managed to make a chess move where they made themselves look good by Trump fucking up. Well, they have to at this point. They're eating each other, literally. Mm-hmm. So they, they have to do something to make it better over there. I'm, I'm all for it. I hope we'll see what they we'll see what they'll do. I hope they bomb us. I hope we yeah. I hope they hit the uh, the the button, really? and it just kills us all. See, I don't Amber? think so. What's going on think so. over that's, there? That's the Amber, hardest one. Come on. on. I don't, I've had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I don't want to fucking go. It's our positivity podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's the brighter side. How do you think you would die if a missile did hit? Like, would your skin boil off first and it would be slow, or would we just be evaporated? No, we'd have cancer, Amber. We would die slowly of cancer. Well, it depends. Some people, like, from the, that are close to the blast, they're just incinerated. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you gotta be. But then other people slowly die. And their skin leaks off of them. But you'd also be surprised. We're surprisingly hardy. You don't necessarily die from it. Mm -hmm. You'll live a life of permanent disfigurement. You'll be a walking ghoul. You'll be a, a memorial to the horrors of war for the rest of 285,000 people, Hiroshima and Nagasaki total. Wow. I don't agree with it, but at the same time, Japanese were doing some pretty wicked shit. They were going to do it to us. 
I mean, they wanted to. They yeah. at least wanted to. Yeah. They thought about it quite a bit. Truman got a little loose with the second button. Well, they wanted to. There's actually <laughs> Dan Carlin on his uh, Hardcore History talks about that. There was a right after the atomic bomb. There was like a period of time because we were the only ones with it for like six months, something like that. So it was a small period of time. Yeah. Because before Russia caught up, and there was several generals that went to Truman and were like, "Let's hit Moscow now." And, they, and he was, asleep. they were like, no, they're sort of our, li-. they already knew then that those were the next villains. Coming. Oh, yeah. Patton they, wanted to go right after him. Yes. Yeah, so they He's were like, like, my army's already here. Let me attack. Exactly. They were like, let's get Moscow right now. We'll bomb Moscow. We'll bomb, we'll, we'll hit him. We have the army. Probably so, could have won if we did it. Well, yeah, we would have tanked. We would have destroyed the lives of tens of hundreds of millions of people for a while. But yeah. after we went and refixed it, I mean, Hiroshima's beautiful now. Still would have done less damage than Stalin himself. Mm. I mean, this is a very controversial <laughs> waters. Uh, there was a <laughs> there was a guy in Germany who was like, uh, "There's a missile coming at us." I think it was Germany. Whatever. There's a missile coming at us. You got to hit the button. Hit the button and destroy America before they get us. And he's like, "No, no, hold on, hold on." And it was a dolphin. Yeah. So Aww. the world almost ended. Have any of you ever, going back to trolls? Yes. Uh, have any of you here ever been harassed by trolls? I Every, mean, I've had like little, I've had some things. Yeah. Nothing crazy, crazy. I've had people tell me they were going to fight me and beat me up and yeah. call me gay and shit, but like nothing like. I, I had my life threatened. Um, guy threatened to kill me. I've had that. I've had, uh, I mean, I've had people get a hold of my number. I've had that kind of shit. That's like a part of it. That's I guess that's kind of now just a part of being an entertainer on the internet. I can't yeah. imagine what it's like being a woman. Oh, they just hate existing. Us. Yes, yeah. Wow. but but yeah, you get everywhere you go. No matter what you try to do, people hate my guts. People both praise and scathingly say terrible things every single day. Yeah, yeah. And these are people who listen to your show every day, and they still decide to. Troll the fuck out of you. Well, I just never respond. Those fuckers. Well, you can't respond because yeah. then that's how they win. And like that is what they're doing. They're just trying to make you upset. So the moment you show them you're upset, that's what they relish. Well, just any response. A pot. A lot of it. It was like I had some. I was. This was a couple of years ago. I had a guy say some horrible shit about Jackie to me <gasps> on Twitter. Killing. And I flipped out. And I was just like, "You better watch your fucking mouth." Like I did a whole thing, and it was like. Thanks for responding. The love the show. Hail Satan. Like at the very, that was like when he came back and I was like, oh, you just want my, my attention for whatever reason, which yeah. is a lot of it. A lot of it's just to reach out. So that's why part of it's when we wrote Trollville is that it's, it's that it's understanding in some way that this is about reaching out like this. It's about, uh, people with no, I use people, but we're going to, it's more often than not men. Um, but yeah. it, it's t- trolls are people looking for communication. Have you ever heard of it being a woman? I mean, you surpri- I'd be surprised if it's not. I'm sure that there's like a, 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 a sizable enough amount of women trolling. I feel too like busy if wo- going to work. Too busy going to work. <laughs> I feel like if a woman's mad, she'll just come to your house with a knife. You know what I mean? She's well, not going to harass you online. No, she'll just go, go find you and get into a relationship with you and just kind of work their way into the back of your mind and all of a sudden You're she's married. taking all your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah and she'll drown your kids in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> it's the long, 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 long game. Yeah, but ultimately hurts more. Yeah. 
Julie, you work with Lady Parts Justice. Yeah. You guys have had to see your fair share of trolls coming at you guys, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, so Liz gets it constantly. Mm-hmm. Liz, Liz gets Winstead. like, Liz Winstead. Yeah, she gets, because she's very vocal, you know, about like abortion and abortion rights, reproductive rights and everything. She's, you know, she isn't shy about her opinions on things. Mm-hmm. But she'll get some of the stuff that she'll retweet when somebody like sends her a message of, just insanity of like I want to rape you and your body and I hope your corpse and all the crazy stuff she's shown me pictures that people have obviously spent hours photoshopping of like her it's the things people do you're just like you really have no other life then it's it's a ploy for attention I think yeah and also they have the power of being entirely anonymous on the internet and that's a I think that's where the internet is both beautiful and horrible you know they're saying that just kind of what life is is that there's a bunch of people who have this they get a confidence because they don't have to show their face they're not in front of you they're not coming they're not telling you to your face these things and there's no uh there's no repercussions really because what are you going to do it's like yeah you're going to flag them on twitter but they view that as a as like a plus they say that as a trophy the internet's been like the great equalizer in that way i mean 25 years ago these guys would have just got the shit kicked out of him and tied to a tree. Yeah. You know, like the, now you could you could be anonymous and attack people. And so you don't have to be physically strong to be a bully anymore. No. And that's uh, and they're using it to their advantage because you don't think a lot of these people are not physically bullied in their life or not living a life of total and complete unhappiness. They're sitting in their fucking their dumps all day long just yeah. to fucking just live into like a breathing tumor on on human life. But there, there are still a human. There's still like a person in there. So part of it's like, like, what do you say to these people that like they love to be the villain? They really want to be the villain. And part of it being acknowledged as the villain is their ultimate goal. It's like, and that's where we're at now. Where you want to say like, great, you want to be evil, sure, man. But what I think that you should do is like write a song or like read some books or like do a thing take all that energy and do something constructive with your life do something else get out of your fucking mom's house you dumpy piece of shit and, and change there's so much stuff out there there's a whole world out there so what do you change. do you kill them with kindness is that the way you try to solve it you just don't engage and you let them asphyxiate by no calorie intake did you from ever the see internet. that thing that Sarah Silverman did where she had this bully uh, this uh, this troll going after her and then she just started like reading all of his tweets from like years back and then started then she found stuff about him going to rehab and she's like and she hit him up she's like listen i think you really have a problem maybe you should talk about it and like now they like stay in touch and she got him through rehab and I, all that shit wow. I, but you can't do that every time no, no that's the problem is that it's there is that there are those case by case spaces it's like where you can go and and be with somebody and really connect and that's that's what's hard is that the internet is both infinite and also incredibly personal so on a one-to-one basis it's it's like they're talking to you they are talking straight to you because they are because the phone is in your hand it it, you send a message you send a personal message to me that shows up in my hand that i see so it has this personal part of it but it only feels personal it's not it's Mm a uh it's a wall of an infinite the waterfall of fucking ones and zeros that you are on the other end of. So what do you do? I feel like you just, uh, you just try to be a good person every single day. I put out my content. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I like to create. I believe the idea is to bleed as an example. Like, it's what we've always done. We're just like, we just pump out shit. We make stuff. We have a good time. We leave good li- We live good lives. Yeah. Um, I now have windows in my day that I no longer look at Twitter. I took it off my phone. That's great. I, I have to be at my mo- my computer here in the office to look at it. Oh, okay. That's good. We're going to talk about our teeth. Mine are yellow. They look like candy corn. But not with Quip. They're looking good today. The truth is most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help you clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist's recommended two minutes with the guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist's recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. I take mine with me on the road all the time. I just put the little case on it, throw it in my bag, and it's right there. And finally, everyone loves Quip. I know I do. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash brighterside, right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash brighterside, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash B-R-I-G-H-T-E-R-S-I-D-E. Often uh, the trolls kind of eat each other, too. Like right now in the alt-right community, they're going after uh, women, and a lot of women alt-righters are like, it feels like your goal is to get women off the internet. Please stop harassing us. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know... No, and it's very much a male-dominated thing. I mean, you, all of that Gamergate shit, you know, it's 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 definitely posed towards women. Because let's face it, you know, it's men usually, like, 99% of the time who are sitting in their basement with no fucking job. Or it's the, it's the thing, too, is that we also kind of have this other... There is a stereotype that I actually don't know if it's entirely true. I don't know if it's always just a guy in his basement. Because... With Trollville, that's kind of how we did it. We played sort of the very stereotypical troll and then showed that this person has a life. He has a mom. He has a brother. He has people around him. And it's about what happens when you push him up out of the basement into life. Yeah. But I don't think that these are guys with jobs, too. And these are guys, there's other stuff. They're, they're, they have functioning lives. They have families. They have all this stuff. But it's a side world. It's this, again, this... It's You're like, right, because some of the people who fucked with me, I'll look them up and it'll be like them holding their kid, their cute little kid, kissing them on the cheek. And you're like, if your daughter saw what you just said to me, she'd fucking cry. People want to live a double life very badly. And the internet 
allows that. If you're living a life of fantasy on the internet, it scratches the itch of you not living your dreams in real life. That you and so there's a part of it. Oh, that's such a good way to put it. Oh. You become the villain. Yeah. You get to go and you get to spit your venom at somebody that because they look at at you, they know your comic persona. Like not yeah. to bust it. Well, on yeah, the show, no, of but course. it's like we all have a comic persona. There's well, like a thing that's well, bigger yeah. than we are, and we all fuck with each other. And so whenever we meet people, they listen to you know 300 hours of roundtable, and then they yeah, they're they, 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 they fat start, piece of shit. Yeah. Here, and you're like, thank you. Thank they you. Get to start <laughs> fucking with me and like talking about my deepest darkest bullshit. <laughs> it's like, man, I put that out there out of like the kindness out of my own heart, you know. And you're throwing it back in my face. Part of it's like, thank you for watching the show. Yeah, it's like at least <laughs> yeah. you're listening. What if we had like a travel? bus and we went around Eddie almost fell <laughs> oh man that would have been a big <laughs> big fall yeah Eddie. <laughs> I'm sorry to roast you here. Uh, yeah we have like a traveling van and we get like tambourines and books and he's like hey everybody who's sad come in the happy van get in the bus get on the get bus, in the bus. <laughs> we just can't you can't help everybody so it gets to on point. It's like, well, so all you can do is like live your life where you could be like, man, you don't need to live in the shadows of some fucking troll creature. If you need to go get spanked somewhere or you need to spank somebody, there are people you can pay to do that. It was like watching stupid Louis C.K. where you could just be like, just pay a sex worker to be with and you can do the whole thing and you can get one that's also an actor. Yeah. So she'll act all disgusted. Yeah. It'll yeah. be great. <laughs> She'd be better at it than the people really discuss yeah, yeah. because of those ramifications. Oh, I'm so uh, what? I Ew, you're gross, you ginger fucking bastard. Yeah, like that would be fine. She sounds fat. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do whatever you want with it. You could actually. <laughs> how many comedians would also just straight up taken money and have done it consensually? Oh my god, so many. I would have. Yay. See. Just. All right. So. Fifty dollars. <laughs> Fifty dollars. Honestly, I. If he paid me, I'm going to straight up say, if there was a scenario, if he'd offer me like $1,000 to act disgusted while he jerked off, I'd be like, fucking, ugh, That's not I'm already a part gross. of it, though. His whole thing was that he wanted to, you know, I know. he wanted it to not. But shift it. Get it in your head. Shift it. Shift it. Pretend. I don't know, man. <laughs> you were in a, he was an actor once. Act it. I don't know. <laughs> it is interesting that his last movie role, not the one that, not the movie, well, the, that, that movie was kind of crazy that it didn't exist, but his last movie role in Trumbo, yes. he played a blacklisted screenwriter. Yes. It is kind of interesting that that was just foreshadowing his future. What's going to happen with fucking Walter White? What's his name? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Hopefully he's not a toucher. I think he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he seems to be a nice one. Yeah, I'm working on a script on how I'm a multi-billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've. <laughs> <laughs> this is my new script. <laughs> it's my new fantasy life. Everything's going great. I have an island. I just want an island. That's all I want. So if anything happens, I can like go to my island, and I'll just have a lot of guns pointing out. I will say this. I know that this is the brighter very side. John Travolta. Yeah. It, it's yeah. very John Travolta, but also there's a lot of maintenance fees when it comes with that. Oh really? There's a lot of maintenance. Like cleaning. Fees. I can a clean. boat. A boat is like a small island. Mm -hmm. Still, they say the best two days you have a boat is the day you buy it and the day you sell it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They they take it's a money drainer. Yeah. Uh, well, they that they buy, they if that's just it. your whole house. Best two days with boat. Yeah, that's your whole house. But that's if you're on an island, you know, you make a whole house. Yeah, yeah but yeah, you have yeah. to be an alcoholic for death. And I mean, we're fine. We're all technically medically alcoholics, but it, that's how you'd live on a houseboat properly. <laughs> oh yeah, just drink a lot of rum. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to get kicked off the force too. <laughs> <laughs> I was recently, I was, we were, I forget where I was. I was at a marina recently just looking out and just like, how many cops you think living out there right now? <laughs> <Just> like, 
Best part is on the ocean, I can still legally be a cop because there's no rules by the reef. No rules in the ocean. That's why they dumped Osama bin Laden's body in there. Also, because you can't have a grave site because it would have to be a 24-hour surveillance. The whole world's your grave site when you're dumped in the ocean. All I'm saying is that I need to see those fucking pictures of his body. You don't they exist somewhere? I don't know. I've looked endlessly for them. Why do you think that he wasn't killed? I don't think that he wasn't killed. I just want to see the pictures. Nah, man. To me, that's more respect than he deserves. What are you talking post. about? There's no respect. I want to see his fucking the two bullet holes in his head. Just fucking eliminate that piece of shit. And, and like we, uh, yeah, it sucks that we're even talking about him. Yeah, yeah, you're you right. Know? It's just like that guy to me, just like wipe him off the earth. He was a fucking blip. You yeah, know? and now he's done. Blip that caused quite a kerfuffle. Of many years. Yes. Yes, causing lots of problems. We're deal still dealing with it, except I did I did send you that thing where I got my first 9-11 discount co- coupon. Congratulations. Oh, it's happening. From a New York company. Yeah, yep. they said like 9-11. 9-11. <laughs> yeah, it was a $5 off coupon for 9-11. I don't think I've ever gotten a Pearl Harbor one, so that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on 9-11? You get $5 off on yep. something? Imagine if like you're in New Orleans and they're like, Katrina Day specials. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. That's how we deal with tragedy, I guess, is that we have sales and eventually barbecues. (laughs) Good Lord. Katrina barbecue. That's where you just have to cook everything in your fridge because it's going bad. Yeah. And you you sit while you wait to cook. You have to sit outside on your porch with a shotgun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And 9-11 barbecue is when you cook your friends. Yep. Because they died in the building. (laughs) That horrible day. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. Day. Imagine having a good time on 9/11. Then like, or like you were having a great time and like didn't know, you know, because everybody like knows where they were and mm-hmm. like you know you were like I want to share this day. I you can know? pretty much guarantee that Jack Nicholson was just like fucking blackout till 4 p.m. and woke up, walked out in his Hollywood Hills, like he would walk out and random be like, I wonder what's happening in the news. <laughs> 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 and like went and turned it on. <laughs> oh man yikes my favorite 9-11 story is i don't know how true it is but apparently in the bronx in uh we've this is i yeah. don't know whether or not this is an urban myth or not because we've been talking about this for a while because you brought this up it sounds yeah. like it could be true the idea that all the gang all the gang violence got fucking nicked. they just wiped out every snitch and every fucking person on 9-11 everyone disappeared yes it's a very interesting theory i'd like to find out there's got to be a book or something written about it at some point got yeah. to i mean that's the time you do it because all the cops are downtown but it's so crazy that like how evil do you got to be do you have to like see two towers burning in the distance you're like Let's go kill Frank. <laughs> you just have to be so jaded and upset with America. My favorite 9-11 story, I used to work at this office. It was very patriarchal, um, very like suits and men with their three martini lunches. And there was one woman that had a window office. One woman. And she was uh, born poor, worked really hard, was very detail-oriented. And she was kind of laughing over a glass of wine at a work event and said, uh, on 9-11, I saw the plane crash. I turned around. I kept working. Yeah. She kept well, working. No, um, I work for a guy named Will Stavenhagen that said the same thing, is that they just work through it because they're all fucking crazy. They were masters of the universe. They didn't care. Yeah. Because also, for a while, if you re-listen to this year, I re-listened to the Howard Stern uh, tape. Was like, for a while, they thought it was an accident. Mm-hmm. And people didn't That's see right, the second he thing. was live. Yes. Oh. He was live. It's a very interesting broadcast because he goes straight from like talking about like jerking off to Pamela Anderson to like <laughs> them talking about, does this mean war? 
Like, <laughs> Baba Booey's like, like, what happened to the American dream? And I was like, oh, shit just got real. Like, it's, it, you were not supposed to ever be real. Also, man, again, think about Stuttering John came back for just a hot second. That was nice to see him back. Oh, man. The um, 9-11 was when they started the, uh, when the, that's when news changed. Yes. That's when news became nuts. That's when they had they added the little ticker to the bottom of the screen yeah. to keep you updated on everything. Was the not was on nine eleven, and it's been there every day since. It's a, it, we. I mean, I thought I'm, it was it, OJ. I thought OJ is when all that started. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Well, they used to just do breaking news because they used to allow news to break before. They used to not just be a constant flow. Yeah. Of yeah. information. I remember when OJ went down. I was in Vegas and uh, with my with my parents, and uh, my dad was gambling on a bunch of. Uh, basketball games and just kept going back to OJ and just everyone screaming for him to get away. Oh, of course. Everyone wanted, especially at like the MGM casino, you know, like no one wanted. Everyone, no, they didn't want him to go down. I think should be, they, I would have been pretty good to see if them were betting on it. A sports it. book is a good place to watch a football star run from the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Where was he trying to? Was he trying to get to Mexico? No, he, he was, was just he was just driving. He was yeah. flailing. Yeah, he. I don't think he even had a goal. He was just kind of driving. He wasn't even driving fast. No, he was he going had, like forty miles an hour. He had his best friend in the car with a gun to his head, and he was doing all the shit. He was just trying to figure out what his plan was. He he didn't really have a plan. Or you could say that was when his MK Ultra programming broke down. But that's a whole other. That's a whole other show. thing. There's news reporters like that. You can see there's some kind of breakdown. But I can see if you're like reading lines all day and being very scripted and like Type A, I mm-hmm. would break down too. But you can see him a lot. Like don't. And then, like, going back into the. We just have forgotten already. It's been two years of total insanity 24 7. Yeah. And we don't really realize that there used to be, like, breaks. Mm -hmm. And there used to be. So there would be points where news anchors would be surprised. But now they're just making so much money on insanity that they can't wait for it to continue. And they have to, like, have a hot new take on a thing and a hot new take and, like, incite rage in people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like crack dealers. A lot of news. And so now we're being trolled. By the news, by everything, every single thing that's supposed to instilling fear in all of us and provoking. It's not even. It's provoking a response, and the fear is great for buying and selling things because what makes you feel better than the little endorphin rush you get when you buy something on fucking Amazon, which is also they worked out, so it shows up immediately. Mm. You get it; it shows up the next day. Pretty great. I love it. It helps though. It, It takes those little. Like those sensors they used to put in the rats' bodies where they would either have the orgasm or have food and they'd all fucking starve to death. Yeah. Mm. Buying a gun. You know, that's gonna that gives you a good endorphin rush. I think about it. You ever gonna do it? I think you should. Well, Nat and I talked about it, so it's like I have to be fully trained. Yeah. LA's yeah. not a stand your ground state though. A friend of mine went to jail because somebody was coming at his wife and he shot him. So if somebody were to break into your home and come after you and be like, I'm gonna fuck you up and you killed them first, then you would go to jail. Yeah, it's I mean like I just try to shoot him in the nut. Yeah, just one nut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Try to clip him. Or just the knee, times. get him in the knee. Just figure their face. Fuck him up. Tupac did not lose the nut. He did not. He did not lose the nut. I've learned that recently. What do you mean? He did. He he had both. He, there was a myth. What? He, yeah, it was a it was a rumor started. We, have to, we covered it in the last podcast. I don't know if we talked about the nut. Or his not. dad said that when he was in the hospital, Tupac showed him his cock. And he's Great. like he's like his nuts were there. Good. <laughs> Good. 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 Well, no, it's because they so thought he, he got shot Tupac. in the dick for uh, a yeah, second because he was shot five times. Yeah, the first time he got shot. Yeah. 
God. Then he'd been one puck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he was just like sitting in the hospital and he was like, hey, dad, let me show you this. Yeah. That sounds well, like he a asked thing. Him, he was like, "Did they?" I thought they said they shot you in the dick. He's like, "Does this look like they shot me in the dick?" And then he pulled out his dick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. And he also was not close with his father at all. So yeah. I figure that's what things men do with these their fathers. You know, just like look at my dick. Right? I um outside of the, if I've ever clouded the memory of being molested, I've never seen my father's penis nor has he seen mine. As far as I'm concerned, I well, saw mine. You, you were a baby at some point. Yeah. Yeah, and by then, and then you never showered with your dad. No, me and my dad never really like went belly to belly when like washing was, each other. When I was young, young, you know, they would they would put us in the shower. We'd all shower together. Uh, when I you're like three and under, you know, just get the kid clean. We know? were not- a very close-oriented family. Mm-hmm. Just like your parents would have sex with like a sheet and a hole cut out in it. I don't. I don't. God. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know. I just know that we were never really nude around our parents. Yeah. I was putting around. I'm sure we were bathed. When you were a kid, yeah, yeah you're a child, sure. yeah. yeah you're, but I don't think my to. mom was in there with us because we just weren't very intimate like that. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Let's get deeper. <laughs> Maybe it's why I'm like this. Oh. So another thing with trolls that I've noticed is that people can use them as like a weapon. Absolutely. Like, because there's like they have like their communities. Yeah, man, the beehive. Right? Beyonce's beehive. They, be, oh, the you beehive. sick them on anyone. Those are lady trolls. The beehive. We yeah, solved it. Tro- oh, trolls. yeah, yeah. Lady trolls are, you know, I mean, I guess, yeah, they do exist. I forget, how could I think that lady trolls didn't well, exist? they are fans. There's a difference. And you could, trolls, depends on what, well, then we're getting the to the beehive, weird definition. I mean, like, it's, you know, people who write opinion columns all the time. But then we're getting to weird stuff. So like, you could have an opinion. Troll, for me, is a substanceless abuse of someone. Mm-hmm. That's what a trolling someone. It's, like, it's something that's not provide anything to the conversation. The beehive are fans that will come and attack you because of their love of this one icon, which is like I think I, I think that that's also an internet phenomenon, which is essentially like a cult, but really it's just a fan club that can also potentially ruin your life if your life mm. is completely connected to the internet. Did yeah. y'all hear that Beyonce's drummer said that Beyonce's a witch? Yeah. yeah. That's, That's pretty, pretty crazy. Cool. She's like suing her, isn't she? Yeah, Whoa. she's pretty upset since she sacrificed a cat. Yeah. Oh, really? Whatever she's got to do. Crazy. I mean, it's legal, I guess. It's not in America, you know, but if she's in Jamaica. Well, she did Santeria is what they said. Santeria? Mm-hmm. They don't, I just know the this Sublime, Sublime song. song. No, yeah. they did the Santeria is just like <laughs> it's Bruja shit. It's yeah. Spanish witch shit. Ooh. Oh, okay. I'm into it. No, it is very cool. I, I don't got a problem with it. And you know, if you gotta kill a cat, make it a sick one. I mean, if you're gonna kill a cat, make sure it's for something good like money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're stealing people's culture. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would never do Santeria is difficult because I don't know because we don't I don't have an Abuelita. Do people in New Orleans still hate Beyonce for stealing the all the stuff on the formation? I didn't think they hated Beyonce. Do they? I, she took some shit because like she straight up like took stuff from people's videos in New Orleans, like bounce videos and stuff. Oh, and like, then like copied it for her video, and then like almost gave no credit. But then at the same time, she's built public housing in New Orleans. So yeah. you know what the fuck would you talk? She's about? ripped off yes. a lot of songs. There was a one song that um I forget the name of it, but I know Tim Heidecker directed it, and mm-hmm. it's like a fun music video. This girl's like kind of bouncing and like upside down and bouncing in a house. I don't know, yeah. but she just straight up took that beat. Well, well 
great artists, capital G great artists. The part of that is that they, because they are such a brand, they can just t- they take and steal whatever they want. Like yeah. that's what I mean. David Bowie did that. Madonna people, did it. Yeah, yeah, people do that stuff. Well, technically, so it's you an homage. Get influenced, you know. I mean, Elvis Presley. You know, they they say he stole all his music, but no, he didn't steal all of it. You know, it's just. You get influenced by people. I mean, you, you if did the it. blues didn't exist, we wouldn't have rock and roll. And then where would we be? We just, we, we did, we co-opted it, but he did it. He tried to bring it all back to the neighborhood, but it's not really working when you are not a black person and you want to get bring it back. But it's, at the same time, it's Elvis. But it's like, it better be Elvis. Because mm-hmm. you know, there are other guys that try to do the same exact shit and they didn't go anywhere. But Elvis was very talented. No, He's sexy. Oh, he's the best. Ooh, I, I look love at, Elvis. Yeah, I looked at videos Favorite of Favorite Elvis song. Uh, mine's uh, was, uh, Jailhouse Rock no, Jailhouse Rock's your favorite? I don't know I just picked one He's pick- <laughs> I would say <laughs> I like a little less conversation I like that Um, Did he sing a suspicious version Suspicious Minds Think Suspicious Minds is my favorite Elvis Presley song Yeah Yeah Do you have one Julie? No Do you like I mean, Elvis? You don't care? I do No I do My mom is like very obsessed with Elvis mm-hmm. It's one of the, I just I, I don't I don't know names I don't know names of songs Yeah mm-hmm. Me on the spot like He's this. got beautiful songs. <laughs> you're, when you... you're trolling me, Ed. Come on. No, no. <laughs> you're asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go back in time and uh, date Elvis if you were a woman and had a yeah. time machine? Yeah, if I had a John. I mean, I don't think he was a really good to his women. I don't think there's a. No. I don't think there's a. Did he, he meet Priscilla at 16 years old or something? 15. Mm. Different times. Yeah, different he met her at 15, and then they communicated by phone only for three years, and then they eloped. See? No, because that like three years, quote unquote, sure. Her parents wouldn't only. let it go down. But Crazy. yeah, and they just they would just talk over the phone. And then the day she turned 18, he just stole her from her family. Whoa. <laughs> Do you think they had phone sex? I, I don't think they did it like that back in then. I don't think they said like, I don't think they said penis a lot. Mm. Penis. Yeah. Penis. That sounds dirty. I'm yeah. touching your penis now. <laughs> oh, you touch my penis. <laughs> oh, 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 baby. Oh, uh, finish it, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my red oh. rocket. It's a hound dog. <laughs> 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 All right. Real trolls. Norway. I don't know a lot about them. We should have brought. Uh, we really got to talk to Ragnar. There's also a lot of people. The hid. The Hildefic. Uh-huh. Over in Iceland, all the hidden people and stuff like that. I know more about tiny people than I know more about than I know about trolls. Yeah, and I was on a tour in Iceland, and then all of a sudden the bus driver goes, "Okay." And then if you look up to the hills, you'll see the tiny houses of all of the trolls, and you're like, "What the?" <laughs> like they actually believe that there are trolls. But they won't if you try to get them to talk about it. They'll be like, "No, no, 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 no." But they have houses. In order for them to build on unbuilt before land. They have to send uh, a traditional, I think, I don't know what the title is. It's like a shaman or like a priest that goes and asks, per, asks permission of the Hildefec to build on it. And there's a part of it that I like, even if they do it half, because they half seriously believe it and half don't, but it's such a tradition that they do it. But I like it because it adds a little bit of magic. It's fun. I believe in trolls and fairies and goblins, because why not? Yeah, I mean, oh. we've got, what, saints? You know, it's yeah. Santa Claus. Well, they're all. Well, you don't have to believe in Santa Claus either. What are you talking I'm about? Sorry if Whoa. you're a little young. Whoa. And you're to the show. Don't listen to this. Have you? Ever- Santa Claus was a Jew. <laughs> Santa Claus is a Jew that was cursed by the devil to to every Christmas to celebrate it. Um, he wasn't supposed to. 
But then he didn't realize how lucky he was mm-hmm. because Christmas is fantastic. It is. Wrapping paper. It can be, actually. Emotionally, I don't like Christmas very much, but I like the concept of Christmas. Yeah, I don't like it. More suicides on Christmas than any time. It's the most suicides of the year. <laughs> All big holidays to get you a reason to be sad if you're alone. I remember one time I was working at the poor house on Easter Sunday, and this dude just came in. He was about 380. And he sat at the bar. He got there the moment we opened, and he sat on the bar, and he told everyone about his family. He doesn't talk to him. He doesn't get called. And he just sat there, and he drank, and he had chili. And he drank, and he had chili. And he drank, and he had chili. And then around 2 p.m., he stood up and hit the ground like a sack of bricks. Mm. Living like a king. And then I had just had my hernia, so I had to fucking try and pick oh. up this 380-pounder, me and a dishwasher, because you know no one's working. It's Easter Sunday, so no one's coming there. No. So worried. Dra- I had to drag him out, put him in the street. <laughs> You just left him on the street. Got I called him a car. Yeah, he called, called him a chili? car. He said, you're a car, and then went back inside <laughs> of, the, of the bar. Uh, that's how you get a free tab, though. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. exactly. You, you just <laughs> almost die. Troll one or troll two? Troll two. Troll two? Really? Yeah. It's really bad. It's fun. It's much worse than troll one. Nilbog. So what happened with, because trolls used to be these like gross things that lived under a bridge, and now there's these like troll dolls with jewels yeah, on troll, their stomach. Troll dolls. Now they're not new. Been around, around for like 20 years. years. <laughs> troll dolls have been around yeah, for like 30 years at least. <laughs> what happened there though? You know what I mean? I the don't cute little know. dolls that you, that you put on your desk to make you not commit suicide. They, they turned all like fun and gay. You they know? made fucking. Uh, there, there is the movie now though. Oh, Trolls, yeah. Trolls yeah, the movie. movie that's so right. like the doll's been around for a very long time, but now there's the actual. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to have yeah. a Miami Dolphin one. Really? Yeah, Back yeah, in the yeah. Day. Miami Dolphin. He had a Miami Dolphin shirt on. He had orange hair. Oh, very cool. that's awesome. Good for cool. him. I would comb it if they won. <laughs> <laughs> See you as a huge surly teenager being like, "Good work, Mister Troll." Now the dolphins to win again. You get a haircut. Ooh, All right, yeah. brighter side of trolls. You got one. My, I would say that there, it's more that there's a brighter side to the scenario. They can be helped. They can be reached. Um, I, Mr. Rogers, the new documentary, they, uh, won't you be my neighbor? Uh, hit me so hard. I've never experienced yeah. emotions like this before, which is I don't know why. It's unbelievable. But, but he said all problems, whole problems and successes have to do with love or a lack of it. And a problem is, is that, is that these guys just need, they technically need love. Am I going to give it? No, go fuck yourself. But I do think that it's somebody should. And a part of it is that know that, that they come from a world of pain. And so maybe, maybe sympathy is not the world, but maybe have a little bit of empathy that these people uh, live in a world of shit and you should be thankful that you don't. Yeah. Amber? Yeah, brighter side is it can be funny sometimes. You know they're like they can be funny. <laughs> yeah, funny like that fucker right in the pussy. That guy, that's a troll. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that guy funny. is funny. He's okay. good. So you know, <laughs> laugh a little bit. Don't take yourself so seriously. <laughs> I think they make us more more careful of what we do online. You know, keep you up yeah. under shit. They keep, keep you, you tight. Shit. Yeah. I'll say that I think that it, I like taking somebody and changing their mind on an issue yes. personally it's something i really enjoy doing and i think that you can't change them all at once but if you know someone or you find out like your little cousin's doing this shit or you're you know someone else you can sit them down and be cool and just talk to them and tell them you don't do this and this is why and then you have to but then you have to double down 
and like invite them out somewhere and show them a good time. Yeah, show and then, them like treat them like a human being. And like this is how you get treated when you're not a piece of shit. You can have a nice life. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like so. I think it's like almost the gratification of like showing someone who doesn't believe in love love. Yes. Um, hate yeah. begats hate. I used to work with this girl that was just negative all the time. Everything was bad. And then she got fired because she was so negative. So mm-hmm. now she's just going around being more negative. Yeah, know? no, negativity is the killer. If you're negative, I can't be around you. Yeah. It fucking kills. It makes me nuts. And contrarians, I can't be around yeah. people who question every single thing. Don't be upset all the time. There's always something better going on. There's a, you know, I can understand being depressed. You know, that's a medical condition. Absolutely. But yeah. you being know, sad is different. It's yeah. about weaponizing. Just understand, like, you know, I don't know. Being mean for mean's sake ain't helping nobody. That's all we're trying to say. Be good to each other. Life's so much better that way. Make a joke. Write a song. Write a poem. Take a bath. Yeah. Yeah. Light Please. a fire. Please. Light a fire. <laughs> Set fire to the cities. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. This has been the brighter side. Thank you so much for listening, Henry Zabrowski. Check out all the great shows on LPN. Thank you so much for giving us this cool studio to party in and, and be be badasses in. Man. Hail Satan! Hail, Hail Satan. Satan! I love you. This is so nice. Yeah, so check out here. Trollville when it comes out in a couple of weeks. I'm sure you you just follow Henry on Twitter at Henry Loves You. It'll be crammed it, on your fucking throat. He will be posting it, and I'm in it. You Woo! might check me out yeah. at some point. I'm yeah. in one episode. You can check me out. Me and Steve Pacheca. Uh, big pl- boys. Play big old mean boys. Big old, big old boys. Yeah. The real trolls, bullies, gangsters, criminals. The good ones. Yeah. Amber, at Amber Smelson. That's right. That's right. Anything else going on? I'm trying to find an apartment. Trying to find an apartment. If you know of an apartment in Los Angeles, hit us up on the Brighter Side Gmail. That's the Brighter Side at gmail.com. Uh, Julie, thank you so much for helping us out. Yeah, baby. Wooly Rosing. Wooly Rosing. But my shit's private, so oh, if I don't it know Twitter? you, you ain't getting in. Julie underscore Rosing. Julie underscore Rosing. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm at Eddie Tunes underscore on Twitter, Eddie Tunes on Instagram. And go ahead and check out Thick Skin with Jeff Ross, the other podcast I work on. That's yeah, do it. Fun. We just had our first live show, and that was badass. Great. Uh, taking us out today is a little... Man, I finally got a song from my hometown. It's fucking cool. I'll play it for you guys right after this. Great. It's by this dude named Bass. He put his last two albums have been fucking dynamite. This guy's awesome. Uh, you got to go check him out. B-A-S, uh, hip-hop. And the song's called Boca Raton. Get into it. Fucking roll the windows down. Throw some money out your windows. Fucking get some premium gas in that fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> Good to yourself. Silver. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. This has been a fucking brighter side. I'm out in Boca Raton. I'm sipping Roca Patron. I got this chick on the phone. Talking about life and how I just ain't right for her. I've been inclined to agree. Cause all I've been doing is me now. I can't be a one, baby girl, nah. But I play the two or the three now. Give it a dick and I'm gone. I'm like a ticking time bomb. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now 
from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.